Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast. My name's Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk and I'll be joined for this one by Julian Richards, who was at the game today, and also by Paul Natten. What you say about that? Absolutely abject performance. What a difference a week makes. Last Sunday, we're all on a high after an unexpected but completely deserved victory over the best team in the league. And six days later, we're losing to the worst team in the league. Unexpected, but deserved again. Uh, Jules, I mean, you were there today, so the, the floor is yours. Take it away. Back to square one. Mm. That, that was as bad as it was against Fulham on the opening day. Possibly worse, because at least we scored goals. I think it was a lot worse. Um, against Fulham and look I mean you see that team before before kick off and I, I, I you know it takes a it takes a minute sometimes when you're at the games doesn't it to like absorb the team news as, as if when you're watching it at home so you, you get it and you go alright yeah alright Elliot's playing and Cavalier's playing and after a second like oh but Thiago's not playing you go yeah that's fine but Hendo will be playing like no Hendo's not playing like alright but Trent's playing like no Trent's not playing and then you're looking and going, all right, so you're, putting, you're sending a team out to a 12.30 kickoff, a, a kickoff time that notoriously Klopp dislikes a lot in a, a, to a, a ground which is one of the better ones for atmosphere in, in, in the Premier League. Um, in, a, in a rivalry which, um, you know, was, it was, was very big back in the 70s and 80s and it's gone off the boil, but I can tell you from being there, they haven't forgotten and they still think they're hot shit when it comes to all that stuff. And you're putting in Milner at right back. I know, I've no problem with James Miller, as, as any as anyone knows. Um, and then the midfielder Fabinho, who still looks like he's he's had a big dinner. He must have had a bit that full English yeah. this morning. Fucking um, three big dinners, Jules. Yeah. Right, I think he had some fried bread there rather than a bit of a wholemeal toast, which is which has done him in. Um and then you've got Elliot um and Jones. So, you know, if Fabinho was the, the the top of his game, Fabinho, he might be all right stewarding those two through a game. But he wasn't. He isn't at the moment, and he wasn't. And then Carvalho up uh, up top alongside uh, uh, Fabinho and, and Salah. And there's too many. It felt like a cup team, and it didn't, and not in a good way, because the yeah, cup teams yeah. that we put out under Klopp recently have done the business. Look, we got, you know, we got all those cup finals last year. They've done the business. But this felt like one of those cup teams early in Klopp's reign or your classic Rogers Benitez era where it would be too disjointed. There'd be too many changes. And the drop-off level is okay for one or two, but it's not for three or four. And we were playing... We were, they, they were defending very, very compact through the middle. Because I was behind the goal, so you could see, you know, you could see the whole... It's not a very big stand, so you, you get a good view of the pitch. And there's loads of space out wide, but we didn't have the guile or the speed to get it out wide at any point quickly. And so by the time we got it out wide, they'd already filled the holes up. I, you know, I, the only thing I credit the Forest, they've they've obviously worked a little bit on their defensive work because that's two clean sheets on the bounce. But uh, you know, I read Klopp's post-match comments and he said that um, you know credit the Forest, but we did have four or five good chances, so I can't give them that much credit because we should have scored those. And I see where he's coming from because from set pieces they were all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, we had chances, especially right at the end there as well. We we had the chances and just everything looked off like, like it did at the start of the season, like it's slightly out of focus, not quite clicking. Um, 
and it, you know, we're going to come back to this. It's going to be the same thing. It's injuries, right? The squad's threadbare again. But really, the question is, why is the squad in, in, so injury-prone? Why is this happening again? Every other team has the same schedule. Arsenal are playing Europa League Thursday to Sunday on the top of the league and keeping the same 11. They're managing it. Yet somehow we seem to be tripping up over ourselves to, to, get, to get this wrong on every level. And so, again, today, Nunez has not, not played. I think Klopp said if he had been tomorrow or Monday, he'd have played. Again, being precautionary because we've lost Jota and Diaz. So we've lost loads of players up, up front. Um, but then it really looked today like we were missing all the all three attackers because we didn't seem to have a clue. We were playing it. We were trying to play through, thread through the eye of a needle through the middle where it was chocker and not playing it out wide. And it just totally, like, like just a, not sometimes it's like you, someone's got a, you know, like a blunt instrument. We weren't like a blunt instrument. We were just blunt, just. Never looked like scoring. We could have played for another... One of those where you could play for another 90 minutes, it wouldn't matter. We would not have scored. Um, and it's just incredibly dispiriting. <laughs> they, they are 20... In the 19th, I think, they were going... I don't think they were bottom. They no, were 19th. They were they, oh, they were bottom. Okay, yeah. I, I heard that they were 19th. I haven't checked. Leicester won the other night, didn't he? All right, I never look at the table because it's too depressing to look at, so I, don't, I just don't bother with the table. Um, so they're the bottom team. They've barely won all season. They've leaked goals. And yeah, okay, we've we've got these injuries. And yes, the team is weaker. And yet somehow we've still contrived to gift them the chance, lose the game, and put ourselves back exactly where we were before City. I would have preferred to have lost the City and beaten these today. One is more of an approximation of where we are than the other. Beating City and losing to these today. Well, that's just like that's like nineties Liverpool. That's like Julio Benitez, Rogers Liverpool. It's not an it's it's not consistent. It's not good enough to to get you through a season if you continue to play like that. I'm and I just we can go. Oh, it's injuries, injuries, but. If it's injuries, then the drop off in the squad is obviously now too great. There's not enough. There's not enough in there. The squad's not big enough to carry it. Um, so yeah, I'm glad. Glad I glad I went. <laughs> you know, it must have been absolutely depressing being there. It was bad enough watching it on the telly. Yeah, um, and I was right next to their fans, and they they um, obviously heeded the words in the in midweek prior to the game from a few Forest fans going like, you know, look. You, re, you know, this, this is what how you should really behave because they ran the full gauntlet of uh, sign on and always the victim um, and stuff like that. And the, the, that kind of stuff, you know, people always go, always oh, the victim's not a Hillsborough chant. Um, OK, I mean, if, if 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 it's perceived to be by the people you're trying to offend, then it is. It doesn't really matter what your intention is. Mm. If you, if you are, if you, if a large part of the people you're singing it at perceive it to be that, then that's what it is, and then you therefore should acknowledge that. But Especially it's really when galling. you've been told, you've been oh, told, it's really don't sing it because though. it's that. You can, yeah. you, you can't say, well, we don't mean it like that, so we're just going to do it anyway. No, no, you can't. Once, no. once it's out there that that's what it's, that is. If you do it, is it, then, it is, yeah. then that's the message that you're putting across. I timed it. It was five seconds into the game before they sung "Sign On." But yeah, they they the did it. Kicked off come, and within five no, seconds. They did it before. It. They did it as the teams were coming out. Yeah. As the teams were coming out, and the the always the victim stuff is especially galling because no one should know more than Forrest mm-hmm. about that day. That is, I mean, like a lot of them, a lot of them are like young lads 
and 30 and under who have no clue and it's just it's just something that happened in the past to them it's not something that's relevant to them but it is relevant to a lot of people and it is especially disappointing coming from uh from them that they would do that but they're also singing you know you house bastard and all that as they belted out mother of kintyre and hey jude so that was just like a tremendous sense of self-awareness that mm. um i i totally enjoy i mean like to be honest in terms of like the city, the city ground is like a proper old ground, you know. Like it's it's one of those grounds that it, it's it's. I prefer grounds like that to the Emirates or the Etihad or anywhere anywhere like that. These new mega bowls. I'm not. Yeah. I don't particularly care for them. So it is. It is, and it's you know it's down by the Trent. It is quite picturesque, and they do make it a good atmosphere there for large parts. So I can't fault any of that stuff. But it's just you know again the singing God Save the King and all that stuff. Just proper little England banter full-on banter merchant you know and aren't we aren't we witty and we're going to pile on to the scouser stuff that it's just incredibly tiresome i mean you know they didn't they didn't particularly like the stick the royal family up your ass response chant but then i suppose if you're going to goad people expect a response right yeah i think as well you know i just with forest there i'm like you know your team's just your team's like really given everything you've got i i didn't think forest were in any way good that they rode the luck and they've caught us on an absolutely horrendous day where we were dog shit and even then we still could have scored three or four goals easily because they can't defend set pieces but the mm. fact remains you know the, the team at the bottom the players were like really putting a shift in the atmosphere was really good it's like what, what why are you even why are you even getting involved with that just back your team you fucking dickheads that was the, the thing that bothered it's me. More in, it's more it's more it's more it's more important to score those banter yeah. points and then be and then bounce off out of the ground after go oh, we showed them scouse bastards how it's done yeah. you know all that kind of stuff look hey Lads, I got bad news for you. Nottingham's got a higher unemployment rate than Liverpool. Yeah. Like well, again, it's it's all stuff from the eighties. Boys from the black stuff was in the eighties. Bread was in the eighties. It hasn't. It's it's not relevant to this day and age. It, if you want, we can call Robin or the cunt if you want because that's about as relevant as singing about that kind of shit now. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw something this week. A Forest fan had done like a big long thread on Twitter. About yeah, yeah. Why all that shouldn't happen? And it was it was brilliant. You know, the points that he made. It was like really yeah. good. And what's happened is like you know that that's gone viral. Like loads of Forest fans have seen it, and like they've read that, and then like collectively, they've they've just stroked the chin like Steve Buscemi in Reservoir Dogs, and then gone nah, fuck all that, and just went and just <laughs> done it anyway. I I should say that it was only the very most it was the most vociferous home support, which is right next to the away support that sang it. The majority of the ground didn't sing it. Um, yeah. They they just they just stuck to the regular you know the the family ends and all that kind of, they just stuck to the the forest songs which is fair enough but the the most vociferous of all of them uh, the the hardcore were just like we're not being told what yeah. to do we will do what we want I, I'm just far more bothered about how shit we were really um, mm. I mean Paul I mean if you got anything to add to what Jill said you know Virgil could have had a hat trick and was horrible on all three of those headers. I just thought we looked completely disjointed. Uh, we looked really, really leggy. We looked like we couldn't um, couldn't just read the basic flow of the game. You know, the point Jules was, Jules was making there about the way um, Forrest had packed the centre, it was just absolutely obvious. Mm. We weren't able to just move the ball around quickly. We could just couldn't switch it from one side to the other. It should, I mean, it, even with, the, even with the, um, the players in the team that we had out, in terms of quality, in terms of ability, those players have got what you need in order to beat that that low block, that compact low block 
the forest we're using. Yeah. You know, Robbo, Robbo's more than capable of getting crosses in from the left, Milner from the right, but Robbo barely was able to get up and down. And, I, you know, I, I, it just was grim. And, and you know, the, the point, I can't remember which one of you said it, mate. was it you, Dave? Looked like a cup team. Yeah, it did no, look like one of those cup. I was thinking as well. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked like one of those cup teams, except less less coherent. So when we played those cup teams and it, and we we sort of filled it with kids in the past, they look really really well drilled and well coached, but they just look a little bit physically um, weak. They they have the mobility's good, the technique's good, but they sometimes lack a little bit in power. Well, this to me looked like a team that was just that just didn't have the legs, and I am absolutely. 100% convinced that we've got a massive, massive issue with fitness, with sports science, with the medical side. Don't, I, it, there's, there's so many things that point to that that it's, it just defies belief that it's uh, that that isn't a major issue. Of course, there's other things in the mix. Certainly, um, it's obvious now that we should have we had to have signed at least one central midfielder in the summer when we didn't get the guy who went to Madrid. We had to go to our second choice. It's also obvious that Darwin's suspension and our adaptation to Darwin as, as Rock does, that's definitely in the mix as well. Um, but there is, there, it's just screaming out that there's a big issue with fitness, with injury, uh, with keeping players fit, with bringing players back. So that was our third game in just under six days. And you can see the way the legs have dropped game on game. So I'm not having that it's an attitude thing. I'm not having at all that it's a that it's a it's in their heads thing. I, I think as the injury things build up, it definitely puts pressure on them. But they the way they played against City was absolutely sensational, and that was in a game that was at a, a points in the season where the chips were really down. So they got they've got it mentally, they've got it tactically, they've got it in terms of the technique, they've got it in terms of the quality. We saw against West Ham on Wednesday night that the quality dropped a little bit, the intensity dropped a little bit because they just played on the Sunday. And then we saw today we can barely get a team out. And we saw again how leggy they were. Big, big thing that is massively worrying me is how Klopp is quite clearly terrified of picking too many players in consecutive games. I think we've got a load of the players who are currently quote-unquote fit are right on the edge of the red zone. Yeah, definitely. So, so I think you know it was it screamed out that you play Hendo today, but I think I think he's basically been told if you play if you start Hendo today, you'll almost certainly get injured. You've got to be really careful. Same with Trent coming back. You know, Robbo's just come back from injury. Um, Milne's had an injury. I was trying to think through beforehand who hasn't been injured this season. So off the top of my head, I think it's Virgil. Mo and Bobby, and maybe, but I'm not 100%, Cavalio and Elliot. I think everybody else, everybody else has been injured. Was and Alisson that, injured? No, I yeah, he had, it, it, no, I thought he, yeah, he did. Didn't he, didn't he have early on? Didn't he miss a game early on? No, because that would have meant... Oh, I, I mean, in some, in some senses, in some senses, the he keepers missed, are Alisson different, missed, aren't they? missed pre-season games. He was injured in pre-season. Right. Right, so but in some senses, it's not really about the keeper in terms of fitness and injury, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different, it's it? a different, it's a different thing altogether. Yeah, they train so, separately. I, yeah, so there's to me there's something massive. Now, you know, all of this is speculation anyway, isn't it? But do you remember that piece Cy Hughes wrote about four weeks ago yeah. um, for the Athletic, and he hinted in there that there's something not quite right on that side of the club. That there's like 
he, he didn't he didn't oversell it. He didn't he didn't overcook the points he was making. He didn't make out this absolute turmoil. But he said there are disagreements within the club about how we rec- how players recover, um, h- how we train them, how we prepare them for games. Um, he sort of pitched it as Cornmeyer as the the sergeant major who pushes them and pushes them and pushes them against others in the club. And then a third factor was this new recovery guy who came in just over a year ago. Also throw into the mix that we haven't got a club doctor at the moment in that role. There's there's something strange going on. And then, so for me, it, it just screams, it just screams that there's a big, big fitness and injuries issue. I think the other side of it is, again, you can't argue that we needed to do more in the transfer market in the summer. You know, that that would have mitigated some of this somewhat. You know, I think um, it just was obvious by the end of the window, and it was obvious to the club because they went and did that deal for that no mark who probably won't ever play for us. Um, why they were in for too many, didn't get him and then didn't go for the number two, I just do not understand. Don't understand it at all. And I think we're in a position now where we've got to do serious business in January or we've got absolutely zero hope at top four. So by by serious business, I mean I think we need two two central midfielders, and I think we need a right back. And for all that we can say, um, we've signed the kid to be Trent's cover. I think there's a strong argument for saying that Trent has been overplayed in his formative years. He's had no protection at all. We made a mess of the whole Nico Williams thing, and we need somebody to come in and a specialist right back, 24, 25, 26 year old who can come straight in and, and potentially even be first choice to get, take Trent out of the firing line a little bit and also maybe use Trent somewhere else, but definitely to take Trent out of the firing line a little bit. He's just had no protection whatsoever. So I'd be looking for that as a minimum in January and spend big. We need to spend big. And as you know, I'm not an advocate of that. I've never been someone who says throw money at it. I'm someone who's always trusted the club policy. I'm someone who's always felt this is the way I want it to be. But I know how fragile things are in the Premier League. Look at the ambition of the clubs around us, and that's before you talk about cheating or current success based on previous cheating, like Chelsea. You know, so there's so th- we absolutely cannot take for granted, no matter how talented this squad is, and no matter how amazing our manager is, that we are going to be guaranteed top four next season. And if you're not in the top four, you've got a grace pit. You, you can maybe, maybe get away with it once, but it's going to be harder to get your targets while other people are signing those targets and then it just gets exponentially harder to get where you want to be. I think, I mean, on the group chat, um, Jules and I were chatting after the game and, and Jules was saying we needed to do more to refresh the squad. And, and, and on, on one level, I agree with him. We do need players. But it's quite clear that we have started to refresh the squad. You know, we've got Canate, we've got Jota, we've got Darwin, we've got Diaz, we've got Elliot, we've got Cavalier, we've got the Ramsey kid. So we have started to do it. But when I'm looking back at it, I think we um, we were knocked off our course a little bit with it with the uh, COVID season. We just put all our plans on hold. If you remember, we were looking to sell um, Origi at the top of his value at that point, and we were going to and you know all our plans were sort of just 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 put play, placed on pause. And I don't think we've reaccelerated the plans afterwards sufficiently. I think we've tried to um, and we've changed tax slightly as well. So we've targeted some younger players. We're clearly thinking we can't compete at the very top end of the market in the way that we need to. So we're going to sign these boss teenagers, you know, Cade Gordon in the mix as well, who's also out forever. We're going to sign these boss teenagers and develop them and bring them into the team. And that hasn't been enough. It might have been enough 
uh, up front. What we've done to rejuvenate up front, it might have been enough at centre-half, but it's not been enough at right-back and it's not been enough in midfield. And we've now got this big problem. And it is big. It is a big problem. And I think we can't pretend that it's not. Um, I, I find it amazing that the, we haven't got a club doctor. What the hell? That's just bizarre. And, and it's absolutely screamingly obvious that there's something serious going on in how our players recover um, or don't recover. They're just injured and then getting injured again and they're playing on the edge. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really worried. And it goes way beyond today, really. And it doesn't at all detract from my faith in the quality of these players or my faith in Klopp because the City game proves that they've got the attitude right. It proves that they've got the ability and it proves that Klopp can still outthink the best. But they just cannot do it game after game after game with all the miles that they've got on the clock. The what? Sorry, before we go on, the one thing I'd say as well, Paul, you, about the signing in January is like if they don't, I'm sure we'll hear the noises of no value in January and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's got to be on that, Jules, hasn't it? Well, no, the problem is, is that that's fine if you think there's no value in January, but if you don't get in the Champions League, whatever value, you, whatever money you've spent, uh, and you think, oh, no, we've overspent in January, you're going to end up losing in revenue from not being in the Champions League if you don't get in the Champions League. Yeah. So yeah. that's another reason why it's like there's no point in delaying anymore if, if you can get a player in January go and get that player now because I, otherwise you, de- you, you're going to find it's a false economy I definitely think they need to compromise certainly in the short term their ideas of value as well because when you're in an emergency situation and in a league as competitive as this this league is ridiculous now it's the most competitive it's ever been ever whether you call it whether you call it the Premier League or the First Division or whatever it is ridiculously competitive the best players in the world the best managers in the world Clubs spending hundreds of millions in single transfer windows. You know, it, it, no one is hanging around. So uh, their, their ideas of value have got to change. And I'm not a critic of FSG. I'm still not a critic of FSG. But what I'm saying is they're in a situation now where they've got to at- adapt or die, I think. And I know that sounds melodramatic, but I think I, I think it's grounded in reality from where we well, are. That's what you said, isn't it? You, 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 if you fall off the cycle, if you, if you, if you get the cycle wrong... You could end up out of the Champions League like Arsenal did for 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 four or five years. Yeah, yeah. We we do need to strengthen in January, but to me, it's secondary to to the fitness thing. But also, I mean, you're talking about like you know how the club always look for value and all of that. But how can they how can they justify that when we're going to let Cater and Ox both leave on Bosmans at the end of the season? That's ninety million quid we spent on those two, and they're leaving for nothing. And we've basically got very little for them while they've been here, you know, for various reasons. But you can't be going on about like value and how clever you are when you're letting that happen. So, you know, that's something that I just wanted to, to mention while we were on that subject. But no, for me, it's the fitness point. Just, just, uh, just, just on that point, you are right about those two players, but I do think it's a bit, a bit tight to criticise that because they're arguably the only two real mistakes they've made in the last six years under Klopp. No, I'm not talking um, about mistakes as in signing them. and I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you've not sold them. You've not moved them on when you should have. And now yeah, they're going to for nothing. It's not signing them to begin with. Because that's just hindsight. I mean, we all wanted Cater. Um, a lot of people weren't convinced by Ox, but he started off well. Are you assuming well. they just... They- they just wouldn't compromise the sale price. Well, that's they what it looks like. Sold them. And Arigi yeah, maybe. nothing as well. Just we, maybe said no that same reason. We, we said that before the, uh, uh, the City game, didn't we, Paul, though, that... Um, at some point, we might as well have just bit the bullet and taken a loss, taken a ten million pound hit to get them off the books and make some money yeah. rather than make no money. 
I suppose my point is, I'm, I'm wondering why they haven't. Is it, is it that they just... I think they're obsessed I mean, with that I value. Do that and you would do that. I'm just wondering whether they're just no takers. I No, I think they're obsessed with the value. And then if it yeah, if it means yeah, maybe, that they yeah, keep yeah. the play they keep the player and the player has a year left and then they go on a free well they've had a year out of the player anyway, um, because I mean you're right there might be no takers for for Ox because you know the wages combined with what we'd want and where he'd will be willing to go when he was injured at the time they might they might well not have been um, for that and we don't know if we were actively trying to move Cater on. We, you know, we 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 assume that there must have been something, but we're not sure. It's just, um, as you say, that it, and it, 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 you know, people listen to this will go, well, that's just a reaction because we got beaten by the bottom team in the league, and it's like, well, it is and it isn't because these problems were still. We were talking about before the City game; these problems are still there. Luckily, the, the the muscle memory of the players was enough to get past City and just enough to get past West Ham. But again, yeah. the injuries, again, for the second time this season, have mounted up to, to unsustainable levels. Which is what I want to um, touch on there anyway, because whatever we do or don't do in, in the transfer market, you're not going to tell me that the squad of players that we've got is not a top four squad. It, it just, it is. It, it is. No, no doubt about that. It clearly is. However, the fitness thing... It, that that's like that's a massive problem, and it's been going on all season to different degrees. And I'll I'll just use one player as an example of what the fuck's going on. Jordan Henderson. Now all season, they were they've been like really careful with him. Where like he'll play for an hour, he gets subbed, he gets left out of the next match, and he was our best player the other night for me. I thought he was he was excellent. And West Ham, yeah. Yeah. So now you come to this match and Thiago drops out. So presumably it was going to be Thiago and Fabinho centre midfield. Thiago drops out and your plan was not starting Henderson. Well, that plan goes out the window and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking Curtis Jones. I thought Curtis Jones was okay today. He was far from our biggest problem today. But why are you you're throwing Curtis in to start a game, centre midfield, in a midfield two? Why are you putting him in there when you've got Jordan Henderson? Now, the only explanation for it is... He's, 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 the sports science team are telling him yeah. you can't pick yeah. him and same with Trent as well now the, the problem I've got is our players at the moment are either injured or they're not getting picked because they're worried about them getting injured Yeah, and it's mad it's like I know we've had like three games in six days but not all the players have played at 90 minutes in all of those games you know there's no reason why um, they, they shouldn't like. There's no reason why Jordan Henderson shouldn't have been starting today, unless there's an injury that we don't know about. If he's on the bench, he can give us an hour, and then you make the change and you bring Curtis on at that point, which is how that's where Curtis should be at this moment anyway. He's coming back from an injury. He's barely played since pre-season. Well, he had like what twenty minutes the other night. Uh, it was a little bit longer than that, but that that was his first appearance since pre-season. And now he's thrown in to start like 90 minutes playing centre midfield because they can't pick Jordan Henderson. And I also want to talk about Darwin. If Klopp's mm. saying if the game was tomorrow, yeah, maybe he'd have been okay. Well, that tells me he's not injured. He's got like maybe a little bit of stiffness in his muscles and they've completely panicked and gone, oh, we can't play him. He might get injured and they can't play. Well, again, why is he not on the bench and throw him on for 20 minutes at the end? We had nothing to bring on in that game. If that game wasn't going well, we all saw it before the game. We looked at the team like, oh, don't know about this, but 
you know, we'll see. We might be all right. But if we're not all right, there's fuck all on the bench that we can say, right, let's go on. We've got to chase this game. We can bring him on. We can bring him on. Look what we were reduced to doing. You know, we're, we're Ox fucking centre forward. And, I, and this is not a shot at Ox at all. But he, Did he, he touch hasn't the played. Ball? He hasn't played. Yeah, he had that shit cross straight at the keeper. Oh, Ox, yeah. Ox hasn't played since, like, he missed most of pre-season. He played the first couple of pre-season games. And now that's our solution in a game when we get beat 1 0 is put Ox centre forward. That's what we're reduced to. I don't know, we are players missing today. But again, I go back to it, like not having Darwin on the bench, I get that, like you couldn't start him and expect him to play 90 minutes if there's, you know, little issues there. But if when you're telling me, well, if the game was tomorrow, we you know, we might have been involved well, it was Dave, just a little bit too early. Doesn't was... that make you think that that wasn't true though? Because it it is so obvious that you would have him on the bench. No, I think it's true, Paul, because it's I been a long season. To, no, I, I think he's trying to hide the scale of the problem. I don't. I think he's trying to disguise the scale of the problem. It did, it just doesn't make sense that if you, you you go into the game with that squad, if there's any way Darwin could be on the bench. He's pick, it just, the team's getting picked by sports science people telling him, you can't pick him. He's in the red zone, don't pick him. You know him. what it's like? It's like a footy manager when you'd have a look at the percentages and go, can't, no, no, can't, yeah, 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 they're mm-hmm. okay. It's like, it's 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 almost like it's that now. It's like, yeah, no, can't do it that way. You have to do it this way. Like Trent being on the bench as well. I mean, Paul raises a point, though. It could be that Darwin's more injured than they're letting on. And See, that's... I just don't think it is. I, no, I, I bet I, he I, plays I, against Ajax. No, I'm playing devil's advocate. I, I side more... I come down more on your side than Paul's side in this, but it is it is an interesting point that like, but, but also, who knows? ultimately it's 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 immaterial really whether it's the sports scientists being overly cautious or Klopp trying to cover up how serious the issue is. The bottom line is we've got a massive problem with fitness. Yeah, we have. Mm. It's That's huge. What I'm saying players are either if they're not injured, they're being left out because they're worried about them getting injured. But if, if I mean it feels bizarre. I, the, well, it point, what points to me is that there is a massive issue with fitness is that when we're playing in games like this, it's like there's only six and a half players who are fully fit. Mm. You just look at the way they cover the ground. Look, the lack of intensity it has been there for us all to see all season. There is something not right with the entire squad physically. Now, we know that we have had a different season to everybody last season. But, you know, this and the crazy World Cup schedule, there has to be something in that has to be but it's not just that I no, think there's something no. going wrong behind the scenes in terms of how we are pre- how maybe I think pre-season I've come back to it again I think we've got things wrong in pre-season but, and I think we're having repercussions now but I also think there's something going wrong in terms of how players recover and how we prepare players for games there has to be it but justifies that's, that's what belief I'm saying, Paul, Paul, that's why I'm saying that the whole transfer thing is secondary to this. I don't think if people yeah, no, think we'll solve agreed. the problems by going out and spending loads of money. Well, no, one, no, I, don't th- I don't think we'll do that anyway. But two, even if we did, that doesn't solve the problems that we've got. It will help in some ways until those players we bring yeah. in end no, up getting I, I, injured. We, it's so desperate that we need that help. We need that help. But but the issue is more fundamental than, than signings. The issue is the fitness thing. Like we should be beating as, uh, Nottingham Forest regardless yeah. of what players yeah. have got out injured. We, we should. Yeah. I mean, for us today, that was like, I was like, so I tell you what sums it up perfectly. Barry One posted on the forum, I just read his post just before we came on, and he said, how shit for us were, and he said, that was like getting beat by Rangers. That's the equivalent. If we'd have got beat by Rangers, that was like that, in terms of how they played. They were look at them from set pieces. They were an absolute shambles. So don't tell me, oh, you know, Forrest are like really organised. Forrest just did the basics. 
they just defended in like in you know in, in agreed a, a couple of, like the um, the low block and that played narrow, which we've come across that so many times. Over and they the had years. very little on the front foot as no, well. Very and little. And people were raving about the lad who scored the goal. He was fucking shit. We used to yeah, play for agreed. us. <laughs> he was shit. He just ran around and put himself about. Looked like look like a proper donkey. Yeah. And it, they, on, on like BT, they were going on about like how, how good he was. I'm like, no, he was shit. He scored fair play to him. He's got a goal, but don't don't be making him out to be something that he wasn't. He just ran around a bit, which is what you'd expect from any player, even in the lower leagues. Yeah, that that's what it looked like. It was like playing against the lower league. How much? Team. What was the percentage we had of, of the ball as well? I, I don't even know. It, it, it will have been like probably I'd imagine it would be like seventy thirty or something at least. But yeah, it must just, be high seventies. Yeah, no, we, we we don't fuck all with it except set pieces. So I mean, what chances did we have other than set pieces? There was the lovely ball from Elliot to Carvalho uh, early yeah. on, which yeah. was like that was early in the game. We thought, okay, you know, this is promising, and then nothing, nothing after that. It was just no. I couldn't get Mo into the woeful. game because he was playing central. Virgil should have scored. He should have scored at least one. And arguably two. But again, that's what I'm saying. It's all from set pieces. We've not done anything in open play. I mean, the one at the end as well, straight at the keeper. The one when he headed across the goal. I mean, you know, it was wide open on either side of him. I just, it just, honestly, Virgil should have had two goals at least, and he could have had three all with his head. Yeah. The one when he when he stretched and he played it across with his left foot, that was fine. I got no issue with that. But the well, Salah was coming in there, wasn't he? Yeah, the headers were, were not good. Uh, but again, I mean, other than set pieces, we've not created anything at all. It, it was it was just grim. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary, and access to the members-only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. We had Salah through the middle, but they, everything was so compact through the middle that he couldn't get in behind, and then the, he couldn't really get hold of the ball. So I, you know, I think we're all okay with him by and large playing there um, because at least it gets him close to goal and as far out wide but today it just it was pointless it was also pointless because Bobby was trying to come deep as well to come and yeah. get the ball so there was only Salah up front on his own um, and it was just like a total it, it looked like what it was a mismatch Cavalio just I thought was completely anonymous yeah he's too lightweight he's better him, from, him, as a sub than as a starter from him and Elliot so are, a young lads and therefore that you know they're a bit lightweight and you can't really have the two of them in the same team for me. Kurt um, is the same, Jules. I think Kurt yeah, needs to yeah. put a bit of muscle bulk on as well. I think he's too well, weak on the ball. Well, how old is Curtis? I mean, Curtis should be further. Twenty-one, the, now, I think. Yeah, he should be further down just, that road. Yeah. I, um, like he's, yeah, you're right. I mean, he 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 did have a bit in the second half where he 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 managed to grok someone off the ball towards the end of the the second half. So maybe it's just a little bit of. Needs a bit of encouragement rather than muscle because he did do it. But Elliot again is a bit is a bit flighty, lightweight, uh, and can be easily knocked off the ball. And he did have a lot of the ball. and He did try, but he did again. He didn't have much end product. But you cannot have him and Carvalho in a tough away game. And it is a tough away game because it's twelve thirty after a Wednesday night game. 
Um, it is a tough away game, and they just they just didn't have it. The best bet would have been, all right, you can't play Hendo, fine. And Trent's playing right back for the first 60. If you really, really need to rest Hendo, then put Milner into midfield alongside Fabinho. I know that's not ideal. I know that's not ideal. But you just you needed the creativity at wide. That, and it just didn't exist because Milner was trying, Robbo was trying, but Robbo didn't have the greatest of games. Robbo and, was awful, I thought. He yeah. kept passing yeah, he was. And he kept ignoring Agreed. Carvalho in the first half. Every time yeah. Carvalho's making a run like wide and you've just got to knock it down in, into the space. He and turned he inside. And, and came back inside and backwards. He's but why do you think he is? It uh, that's got to be a lack of confidence in in Cavalli being Maybe, able to do the job. Because then he did play a ball down the line, and initially I thought because I was watching it with my dad, and I was like, "Watch, he's ignoring Carvalho every time he makes a run. He's just ignoring it and going back inside." And then I'm like, "Look, look the run!" And then Robbo played the ball down. I was like, "Oh, finally!" And then I looked, and it was Curtis. <laughs> it, it, Curtis had made the run, and he cut it back. It was, it was a good play from Curtis actually, but like. I was like, well, so he still hasn't passed it to Carvalho then. He was just, it just wasn't giving him the ball. That's like Robbo just did nothing today. I mean, I'm not singling him out because most of the team was shit. But yeah, he was bad. Fabinho was bad. Uh, we need to talk about Joe Gomez because the goal specifically is not his fault. Like you know, the the, the free kick, but that doesn't happen if he's not so fucking casual. And I'm sick of saying it. You know, it, it the. I've made this comparison before. I don't know if I've said it on the pod. I'm pretty sure I've written it, and I've definitely said it to you boys. But like, what what I'm seeing with Joe Gomez is exactly what people used to say about Titus Bramble. It's like, oh, well, you know, he's really good. Apart if you take that one mistake out, he's brilliant. And that's what I'm getting from Gomez. It's like almost every game he has one or two of those moments, like he had today, where he's just too casual. He's either backing himself too much, or he's just not aware of what's going on. But it's it's the same type of mistakes where it's just casualness. I mean, I'm not even. He gave away a penalty the other night, and I didn't really criticise him for that. It was just one of those things. It's it's something that can happen with with defenders. But it's it's the casual getting caught on the ball or like a sloppy pass that puts us into trouble, and it just it happens too much. And I'm just reaching the point now where I think this is who he is. This is not like, yeah. oh, well, you know, if you can just knock those mistakes off, you know, we, we've got a player there. Mm, not going to knock those mistakes off. It feels like that's who he is. He's just always going to have that in him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Dave. I, I think that's it's, harsh. There's too big a sample size, Paul. I think, Titus, size, I, I think, I think, Titus, Bra- I think Titus, Titus Bramble's insulting. Like, I no, think, it's insulting I do, because I do, it's, it's I do take your point. Titus Bramble was I never take your point. as good as... Dave, as, like, I take your point about about the concentration I do take your point about the concentration I think you're right but he's, he's incomparable to Titus Bramble and I'm also he's 24 they're the same level of player he's 24 ball. years old and he's had he's, he's 24 years old he's had two massive injuries and he's got a ve- his, his, his talent is very very high yeah, and I think we always used to talk and, about how and not why he's making the mistakes talk- Paul we always used to, to talk about how centre halves develop later than other players, and it's a position where you need experience. And we've seen we've seen him play brilliantly. I'm not detracting from anything you've just said. I think your criticisms are spot on this season, but I'm not having the definitive at 24 years of age when we've seen him be brilliant before. And you know, it, it's there's there's a context. He's got to improve. Yeah. He's got to cut it out. He was it, it was a joke today how he got, how he again got caught casually on the ball. It's happening all uh, the time. I, yeah, I agree. You're right. But I'm not, I'm not saying is, uh, that's who he is. I'm not having that at all. Is, no way. How old is Canate? About two years younger than Gomez. Uh, okay. Well, that, that would that would be the worry for him, right? That Canate is looking far more accomplished yeah. and he's younger. And so be it. That's, that's squad yeah. competition, isn't it? It just it frustrates me because like, he, he could be so good and like, he's got so much going for him. 
And I'm a I'm a big Gomez fan. It doesn't sound like, but I've always been a big Joe Gomez fan. But it just comes a point where you think, how can I keep like backing him and saying how good he is when like pretty much every game he's going out and doing something mad like that. And it's the yeah, same it's type right. of mistake. It's You're the same right. type of thing, Paul. As I say, I didn't I didn't no, say I, nothing I about the penalty that he conceded. That's it's a risk for a defender. You know, sometimes that happens. I'm not judging him on, on that specifically. It's these ones when like and it just mad things like just getting caught on the ball or like a, a, a ridiculous pass or he's taking a touch that he shouldn't be taking and, and getting caught. It's like just you, you can't be doing that, especially the way we play where your centre-backs are basically like you. not so much. We, we've tightened it up a bit, but generally like they're the last man that the centre-back is like you've not got. You're not like we're not playing in like a, a Sean Dyche Burnley team where if your centre-back makes a mistake, it's OK because he's got full backs next to him and he's got two centre midfields sitting right in front of him. And so you can get away with it. We're not like that. We, 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 we trust them. We have to trust them. To, to not do stupid things like that and he does those stupid things so often and like that one today it was like it's in, it was inexcusable I'm taking exception to two things that you said all the points you just made there you're spot on I agree 100% agree I'm taking exception to the Titus Bramble analogy even though you know you're talking you're about levels too I, literally, just, though. I, I just still think it's an insult, an insult. And, but more than that is the point about saying that this is who he is I just don't think it is but he has got to sharpen up and, and, you know, Jules is right to, to, to look at Canate. You know, ultimately, bottom line, you play for Liverpool. If you're not playing well enough, then you won't keep your place. And Canate will come past you, and rightly so. Joel Matip will come back in. But um, I, I, I'm not prepared to say this is who he is at all, because we've seen much better from him. I think he's ta- very talented. And he's young, talented. he's still young. But he's, he's just flawed, and he's not that young. In centre-half terms, yeah. But... And he's had those two big injuries. He's had a lot of time out. Well, well I suppose the only thing you can out, say... He is our fourth choice centre back, right? I think Canate and Matip are, are, are ahead of him if everyone's fit. Agreed. And Agreed. that's fine. As as yeah. a fourth choice centre back, yeah. What I'm saying is like he's not gonna be like Virgil's partner. You know, people saying, Oh, you know, Gomez no, might no, nail down him. He's not gonna when I, when I'm saying like this is who he is, I don't mean he's shit, get rid of him. I'm just saying he is he's not gonna be like Virgil's long term partner. He just no. isn't. Because there's th- those mistakes, there's just too many of them. No, Chris has often said as well, like it's not a not a new thing that that Gomez hasn't mistaken him too often, and I used to think that's a bit harsh. There, but I'm a little bit like you now, Dave. The the overwhelming body of evidence is that's not harsh because it keeps happening, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's not like every single game, although it's two games on the bounce here, but he was excellent against City. So he really it's was. Not, yeah. It's not like it's. It, but that's like indicative of the team overall, right? Raise your game for the home game against Manchester. Concentration drop levels. Off. Yeah, yeah. He had to be and switched it, on. He was he was up against Haaland yeah. and he knew I I I cannot afford to to take an extra touch because a few times like he just put it out for a throw. You know, come across just put it out like no no problems, no risks. He doesn't normally do that. You know, he normally takes a chance and I, and I do think he backs himself too much and I think concentration's a problem, especially... He used to say this about Virgil against... when he was at Celtic, didn't he? He used to say this about him when he was there. He had all that talent and he didn't have the concentration. So, I, I listen, I, you, you're spot on, Dave. It's, uh, the, the mistakes he's making are inexcusable, but I, he's definitely got time to mature as a centre-half and to gain that focus. And that's, But to be honest, what we're talking about here... That's that's the measure of if you want to play for Liverpool, you want to be first choice for Liverpool, one of the best clubs in the world. You have got to get that out of your game, or you won't play. Mm. So, you know, sort sort it or don't play, Joe. That's the that's the choice. And you know, I, no way am I ruling out that he can he can iron that out of his game. He absolutely can. 
but he needs to. You're right, he needs to. Mm. Um, so the goal, yeah, it comes from like moments of uh, just casualness from Gomez, and then I don't even have a massive problem with how we've defended it. I just think you know no, sometimes yeah. you're going to concede the goal from a set piece. It's like it can happen. Yeah, also hit the post and came back. But yeah, on a list of things that were, were an issue yeah. today, the goal is like it's like I said the other day. You know, there should be certain games where you maybe you can let a goal in, but you should still be able to score two, three, whatever against teams like that. And that's what's fucked us today. I mean, this is what's so frustrating is we had two clean sheets. And again, I said the other night, I'm not putting too much stock in that because we needed Allison to save a penalty. To, to get that clean sheet but the point was if we're keeping clean sheets or maybe conceding one my view was well we'll be all right because we've got goals in us and then you see that today and yeah we could have scored from set pieces but we just didn't have any goal threat now again i get it you, you've lost a lot of your attacking players but we did have enough to to have played much better than we did and i don't think it's all to do with legginess from from like playing three games in six days because not all of those players today I've played all those matches. Some of them were fresh, but he just the tempo didn't look was in. very slow today. That's that's the big problem. The tempo yeah. was slow. We didn't move the ball quickly enough. Well, why is that? You know, yeah. I, just, I, I watch them sometimes. I'm like, what? I just don't recognise the team. We're, What's going on? You, going back to the Allison thing, we needed Allison to make a couple of blocks in the second half there as well. He made we one went, brilliant save yeah. when he just flicked his arm out. Like the lad yeah, to save from. He was just walking back the lad, and he was like laughing to his teammates, and he was yeah. just saying, "Unbelievable." Like yeah. the, the he, save that he made. It's truly like uh, never take it for granted how good Allison is in, in those one on one or those sorts of situations. Mm. Oh, he's the best keeper in the world, surely. He's the best in yeah. the world, surely. Yeah, it's just absolutely incredible. But again, they were having these chances in the second half as we were pushed up onto the halfway line in their half, but leaving the gaps because obviously we're trying to look for the goal. But yeah. again, it was basically Gomez to Van Dijk to Fabinho, and it, it was going around the back line because we weren't we weren't able to, you know, as Dave likes to get in, you know, the, the old world emotion, get around the back. We weren't able to get to the byline often enough because it was just too slow. I'm not I'm not pushing the fullbacks up enough either. I mean, Robbo particularly was very circumspect. I think he hardly got he he didn't he didn't overlap at all. He didn't push right on. So I, um, I think he did, and I just don't think we got the ball to him. And then on the, when he did get the ball, he didn't really do much with Rob, it. Rob was a lot further in the second half. He was in the box quite a lot in the second half. He was, he was My abiding memory of Robbo was the point you were making before about looking, you know, Cavalio making a run and then mm. turning inside and passing and laying it off. Same, but the second half, he was pushed right on. He was in the box like uh, a lot, but... We just we didn't. You've got to move the ball about in a certain way yeah. where you can then play the pass and get him in, and we just didn't do it. It was all like just sideways and slow. And as we're moving across the pitch with the ball, it's taking us that long to do it. They're just moving across with us, so there's, there's, yeah. you're not you're not able to exploit any space because you, you just you've got to move it quicker. And we were just so slow. I just I don't even know what 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 the answer is to it. It's like it, there's there's just so much that that's there is, like there is no answer right. because. We're missing too much of the team to put yeah. things right, and they're not coming it. back anytime soon no. either. You know, Diaz no. and Jota especially. For me, no. in my head, the answer is we got to get. We just got to limp on to the World Cup break. Yeah. We've got quite a few of these players who aren't going to the World Cup, and then we've got to have a massive regrouping. Sort Both the fitness out over that. Sort break. the fitness out. Sort the tactics out. Think about how we're going to play with Darwin more more consistently. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff we've got to do. We've got to think about using some of the young lads as well. You know, if, the, if we've got these issues with the squad. You know, previously we've used some, 
previously we've used some of these kids more, haven't we? I, you I know, don't know whether and, throwing kids in is going to help at the moment. No, uh, no, I agree. I agree. Right now, no, I agree. But you know what I mean? When, when the cup games come around, we're going to be needing to use some of them. And we've got to make sure that they're ready for that as well. That, um, ben Doak scored the winner for the, 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 uh, the 21s today. That's like, he, he's only 16, but we might need yeah. to start picking him. That's how, like, yeah. how well, good Well, I asked you about him the other day, didn't I? Know. I? He's, he's really I'm good, but I just think he's 16. you said that he's 16, but I just, he's lightning fast and he's got a goal threat. He's direct, yeah. Well, I think, you know, you play him against Derby and then you see how that goes and it's, maybe, you know, I'll put it this way, I would have liked to have had him on the bench today to throw him on for 10 minutes and say, yeah. just run at them, yeah. just go out and, and just do your best. If you're saying Curtis Jones needs the bulk up, then a 16-year-old's not going to help, is he's it? He's quite stocky, like to be fair. But he's there's only yeah. is there only three league games between now and the World Cup? There's Leeds next weekend. We've got then, Southampton as well. Yeah, there's then there's Spurs. Tottenham, yeah. And then there's Southampton, and Southampton's the last ones. There's three league games left before the World Cup break, I think. Because then there's a midweek. There's there's obviously the two European Champions League, league games and Derby. And then there's and Derby, yeah. So mm. that's it. There's three league games. So we've got to get through the next three six league games. games. Well, no, forget about the, the 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 forget about the Napoli game because you've got to throw that one away, hoping that you don't need to get any result against them by doing something against Ajax. Yeah. The 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 Ajax game has to have the focus now because then you can throw the Napoli away, game away. It doesn't matter. Yeah, agreed. Um, Do you think the then, Ajax game was the focus for today with the team selection? Could, could possibly prioritise that. What day is I mean, that, boys? Is that Wednesday or Tuesday? Uh, I'll have a look where you talk. Yeah, I'm just because that we're I mean, saying about. It's definitely about a shout, Dave. It's definitely a shout. Some of these players, why didn't yeah. he play today? Why didn't yeah. he start playing them an hour? Yeah. Is is that it? Is it like yeah. have we just said? Ajax okay. is Wednesday. You've got four days. Yeah, I mean, Four Klopp always days. says that he never does that, but it's bollocks. He he, he does. He, he says like they they always look. They all do. All managers do. Don't it, they? they don't look at the the next game. They look at the game they're playing and the previous game. That's what they base the the, the, the fitness on. But it defies you've got belief. To have, they wouldn't look ahead. Like, of course, yeah, they look ahead. They plan everything. So of course, they're planning for who's going to be back for when and who's who's going to be fit. The derby game as well. That's a game you've just got to throw away. Effectively, put the kids out, and if they win, great. Definitely. If not, never mind. Just the kids, the under twenty ones. Put the twenty ones out. Mm. So the 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 Ajax game becomes important because then it, it just means you've got Spurs, and I mean you can't put a scratch team out because they'll get obliterated by Nat- Napoli because they're on fire. But um, no pun intended. <laughs> the volcano there. Um, the, <laughs> the deep dive there. First thing I'm gonna do, see that fucking mountain. Um, <laughs> but but you've got to, you've you've just if you can if you can just take a draw against Ajax, then you're through. Then you don't have to worry about forget about the Derby game for now. Forget about the uh, Napoli game. Then you've only got Spurs away, which is going to be tough if the team's as depleted as it is now, because our away record in the league is dog shit. We haven't won all horrible. season. We've two oh, from fifteen points. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so we've got that. That I wouldn't be fancy in taking anything other than zero points from at the moment. And then Southampton at home, I'd fancy us to beat them. But again, it's all about who's who's going to be fit and available. Like Southampton don't travel particularly well, and Southampton are a weird team where they can look absolutely great one week and then like the worst thing in the league the next week. So it's just about getting to the, it's just as well, getting to that. 
Leeds now Leeds is um, their shit but that's a, I, I'd be a bit worried if that was it I'd be more but worried a handful, I should say though. I know you're yeah, shit, well, I was just handful, to say yeah, it's relative when you say yeah. Leeds are shit the shit they're not well, easy to play that's against. why I just changed me my my, my, uh, my my language because if it was Ellen Ellen Road I would be particularly worried about it it's at Anfield so I'd be less worried but again as you say they're a handful they're lively they get about a bit and that's the problem because mm. we can't get about a bit at the moment mm. they're racing round on their on their uh, motorbikes and we're going around on mobility scooters at the moment yeah. same I mean, frames from watching Fabinho today we, we've just lost the forest I don't really think we can say any game's going to be straightforward no 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 it's fair I, but, I think the Anfield factor yeah, is important Jill's I was made just going to say that yeah but, but even nice. so you know the point about about other teams having more legs than us is definitely a worry in every game at the moment yeah, it is. I'm at the point where, for everything that I've said about Gomez, I'm okay with him playing right back. Yeah. So if Canate comes back in, yeah. I'd be yeah. quite happy to just move Gomez yeah, to right same. back just same. to give us a bit more solidity and then play Trent in front of him. I mean, the main yeah. thing is, and this is this is really important, is that it's okay because Kate is back in full training. Mm. <laughs> like a new signing. Like a new signing. Uh, can I just tell you that this laughter is gallows humour here, boys? Yeah. Because there's nothing funny about Naby Keita. Fucking hell. Except the shooting. Yeah. I still God, haven't forgot that Champions thought. League shot. Champions League final the, shot. I see the club put out yet another social media tweet with Naby Lad on it yesterday. Uh, it just oh, it just makes me feel sick. It makes me blood boil. I think I need to just step in here in a minute, though, because we've just got beat by Forrest and Naby's not played and like, I feel like we shouldn't be taking shots on him when he's had yeah. no part in any of the shit that we've seen this season I don't know that's, that's a problem I know I know that in itself is, is worth your comments but yeah. it does feel a bit a bit like Ugh, should we really be having a go at him when he's not even had any part of anything that's happened so uh, I, I know what you mean I'm totally with you but yeah I don't think we should be piling on him when he's like the one thing though Dave is if he was English you'd support him a hell of a lot more than I you would because right you know now, how, yeah. how biased I am towards English oh, players yeah. these English players yeah, yeah. yeah. no it, it's it's just so fucking annoying isn't it like you you beat City and then you fucking lose to the team at the bottom it does it's, it's like you said before it's like it's just going back to the 90s when yeah. like we'd be shit and then we'd be playing United at Anfield and you'd be like oh you know and 95 season we beat them 2-0 like Fowler scored um Fowler scored and we look great and then you you know or, or you know of course famously the Newcastle 4-3 and then you lose to Coventry days yeah. later that's where we are at the moment you, and you're judging that's yourself not fair. on your good performances when really yeah. you know judge yourself on your worst yeah. performances yeah I mean I, I suppose the only the only distinction I draw is that for me that was attitudinal and this is not attitudinal this is physical no and it's not and, fair and, to and draw this team with the 90s team because because that 90s team was full of half wits and um, yeah. as you say people with a poor attitude so that, that isn't that isn't fair you're right uh, but that, that's just how it feels. Well, the, outcome, the outcomes are. The fixtures are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Ajax on Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. Don't feel confident about anything now after that. I, I think, you know. Depends um, who we can put out. You know, Dave was talking about, like, so, you know, we, when we go into Arsenal and we just conceded after a minute because we didn't go out there and quiet the crowd and stuff. I mean, look, we only need that draw. We shouldn't go out playing for a draw at Ajax, but we should certainly be more. Uh, Reserved about how we go about things, considering the state of the injuries, considering that just be solid, in, make yeah. them in, beat us. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. Go out and yeah. beat ourselves. Just play them on the break. Just play them on the break. You've got Mo up front. Yeah. Just play them on the break. I know. We've got to just start like making teams beat us 
instead of us just doing it to ourselves, like just playing into their hands, doing what they want. Forrest didn't go out and beat us today. We just basically handed them that by being shit and, you know, doing what, what they will have wanted us to do. We just played into their hands with, with like... Yeah, there was nothing impressive about Forrest at all. No, there wasn't. That's not sour grapes. And it's and not, not sour grapes them. at they all. Are, you it's, know, it's they've, really got, they've clearly, you know, they're this mishmash team that's been thrown together. They've got a good coach, but they're having a horrible season. But there was nothing at all about Forrest today that was impressive. No. You know, even though I love Nico Williams, I don't think Nico was that brilliant either. No, but... Even, but, um, you know, it was about us today. It was all about us. It's not that we're not giving them credit, because if you compare that with with Fulham, like, I would say, yeah, Fulham played well against us there. I mean, we didn't help ourselves again. You know, we were really poor. But there was a lot to, to, to admire about how Fulham played, especially in the first half of that game. And then look at that today. I don't take anything from that and think Forrest will be all right. You know, I, I no, still agreed. think like the second half of the season, I think Forrest, when the new players are bedded in, I think they, they'll, they'll, they'll improve. But there was nothing yeah. there to make me say, oh, yeah, you can see they're on the right track. No, they just did what, like... You know, you'd expect a lower league team to do it. It was like the cup game last year, except they probably they probably played better in the cup game. You know, remember they had like quite a yeah, few they chances they look, in that game. So they probably they played better, better organized in, that in the cup than game than they did today. Yeah. It's going forward. They did going forward in the cup game. They looked better yeah. than they did today. Today they were really, they were better drilled defensively. It's a different result, but they yeah. probably played better in that game. And yeah, that, I agree. Yeah. In terms of the result, you can't put too much on that because we should have won that game. We, we, just with the set piece chances alone, we should have won the game, but we didn't because we we just, as as like Jill said earlier on, just that little bit. It's just like out of focus. It's just not not right, you know. Um, and it's just when you think we we're getting back on track, and it's like, I never thought we were out of the woods or anything like that. But I thought, yeah, okay, the the shooter recovery are there. I'll grind out a few results, get to the break, see how close we are to the top four, you know, and, and, and things. I mean, some people were actually looking at Man City after we beat them, looking and going, well, you know, we, we play a couple of times before we play them, games in hand, you know, they've got to play, I think, the, do they play Chelsea soon? Or we're saying we might only be like five points behind them by the break. That's and I'm not knocking that. You know, there's quite a few people were, were were discussing that after we beat them, and then we beat West Ham, and then that happens today, and it just brings you like right back to reality, and you're like, no, <laughs> we 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 cannot be thinking about Man City. We just can't. With the the way it's going, we're going to finish like twenty points behind them probably because we've just and the rest. Yeah, it it's um, it's like that today is be- whenever we've had to make changes, we just look like oh oh oh. And why the the reason is like why are we making those changes? That's the concern. The fact that we needed to make the changes. I mean, okay, you can't do not about Thiago getting a, a an ear infection, but the whole Darwin thing, Hendo, Trent, these changes that were that we're making, it, it's alarming that we're having to do this all the time because they're so scared of players getting injured. That shouldn't be the case. I mean, fucking hell, Arsenal seem to have their best eleven out every league game. You know, they they just aren't missing players. Their their main players are playing in all of the league games. And I've got no idea what they're doing in the Europa League because I don't pay any attention to that. I'm assuming that they're probably resting most of the better players. But either way, you know, they they're not like plagued with injuries. Why are we? Why are we just getting all these injuries and players coming back from injury and then picking up another one like Canate? And you know, it's it's something's not right, and that's it's absolutely just sabotaging the season you know whatever other things are or aren't going wrong you know we can discuss that till the cars come on but there's a massive issue with we keep losing players all the time to injury 
Yeah. So what are we expecting against Ajax then? I don't know. Oh, the team. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know. I thought you could talk about the result there. Again, I don't know. I mean, it's, well, it's almost like it's a lottery, isn't it? You know, who's going to be available? I mean, you'd think, will Thiago be back? You know, hopefully he's had some antibiotics if he's got if he's got an ear infection. Will he be back in the team? I think we need him on today's show and to give us a bit of control in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd certainly uh, quite like your idea of Gomez to just right back to give us a bit more solidity, but that depends on Canati coming back in. I don't think Matip's... Is Matip back? I don't think no, he is, is he? No, Canati's back in training tomorrow. Do we go with Costas? Because Robbo's just come back a couple of games on the bounce. Yeah, I think I'm So we need Costas to freshen it that one. side again. Yeah. I mean, the worry for me is just getting some forwards out and, and getting the ball to them. We need to have some service for the forwards. See, I mean, I think there is an argument for getting Trent further forward into the midfield in order to make sure they get a bit of service. Yeah. The other worry, though, Paul, you're saying about like the, the forwards, it's not just the fact the players that we've got out, it's the ones who were having to play all the time because there's yeah. no, no alternatives. Yeah. You know, Mo's going to be having to play constantly. Bobby's probably playing more than they would like because they've tried to to be careful with Bobby, but that's not an option my, at the moment. Absolutely. My heart was in my mouth when Mo stayed down for a couple of minutes because he yeah. never does that, does yeah. he? I'm thinking, what's he done there? Last thing we need is Mo out now as well as everybody else. Mm. I mean, he finished the game, didn't he? So it do, I do think he was hampered by that, though, because he, he was not in the game at all. And I'm he just hoping it was a knock rather than a strain or yeah, something. Yeah, but he wasn't like looking for the ball. He was making runs, but he wasn't like coming short, getting the ball and... I just felt like he, he looked like he'd been hampered by that. Yeah, definitely another worry. Mm. Uh, Jules, what are you expecting from the Ajax game then? Uh, well, we have to see who's available, as you said. it's. Um, I, I think it's just a case of not going there and playing defensively, but it's, de- it's definitely going there and playing... playing um, not going all out because... With some control... It's just a little bit of control because we just need to draw. You can't. I don't think you can ever really go out and yeah. play for a draw anymore, um, unless you are like you know Antonio Conte or someone like that. You, you, it's just not feasible. But um, just, just getting the result in that game is so important to helping us yeah, out in, in the league elsewhere. That um, I, I just don't know. I just don't know who's going to play. I don't know how that team's going to line up because it's just like it's like whack a mole. One gets injured, someone comes back, someone else gets injured. Um, I don't think Canate will be fit, so Gomez will have to play centre back. I think he might back. be because the game's Wednesday. He's back in training yeah. tomorrow. Because Klopp said about uh, him and Cater are back in training, but he kind of said, but Naby's only just kind of starting his his fitness thing, so he's not contention. But he was kind of saying, yeah, Canate will be back, and right. he did come back and he played. So I think he just had like a bit of a reaction to it. So I I expect him to to be fair. Well, if he plays, then I I would advocate probably for for Gomez to play right back and give yeah. Trent a little bit more time off. I'd keep Robbo there. Um, he's more defensively minded, and then play Simakas against uh, Leeds next uh, Saturday. Uh, midfield again, it's just whoever's fit at the moment. Um, it's just thoroughly demoralising. <laughs> It has to be yeah, Hendo coming back in because he didn't yeah, start yeah. today. So I think so. It, it, I don't know what's going on with Fabinho. Like the the, the Fabinho mystery mm. is is quite the intriguing thing because he's not really been injured, and yet he looks miles off it. He's like so leggy. all the time. He's just so leggy. He's just that full stretch constantly. He's like so. He looks like he's got all of Emre Chan's caravan. 
like it sort of reminds me of when like quarterbacks in the NFL are good and then suddenly they aren't and that's the end of that. It's just like for no reason whatsoever and then oh no that's it now they they're not they've injuries and whatever have caught up with them. I just I don't know whether he just needs like you know a month at a at a warm weather spa or something to just sort of chill him out. I I just it's bizarre. It's it doesn't make any sense. Like the others make sense, but the the Fabinho one doesn't really make sense to me. Because it's not age. He's he's only like twenty nine or something, isn't he? So it's yeah. not like he's he's one of the uh, you know like Milner Henderson where people just look at the age and go oh it's he's slowing down because of that. Like Fabinho shouldn't be. Where is he for Brazil? Is he first choice for Brazil? Uh, don't know. He's usually in Does the squad. Play? I don't know if he plays, but he's, he makes most squads now, doesn't he? Mm. So yeah, I think he'll be going the World Cup. Although if they pick it on form, <laughs> then like <laughs> he'll be probably be behind Fred, won't he? Yeah. Yeah. God, he should be. Though, he should yeah? be. He shouldn't play. You can have some warm weather training in Qatar. Ah, mm. oh, fucking hell! Another shit weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another weekend of ignoring all the other football results doesn't yeah. matter. Not interested. Hard yeah. pass and all that. Yeah, I don't even know any of the other scores, and I'm just not even going to. I can, well, I can tell you that Forest win, and you think, oh great, that's going to catch them up on Everton. No, because Everton beat Palace three one. For fuck's sake. <laughs> so, none of that either. Sadly. Yeah. Where are just, Everton in relation to us? They're behind three, us. That's all the points behind. Yeah. I think we they're, they're still behind us. It's just this is going to be this is definitely what it's going to be like now up until there's definitely another loss in the post before the World Cup break. Yeah. Um, it's just about what we can do when we get back from the World Cup. It's about just making sure we're not completely out of the it top is, four yeah. race. Yeah, we'll lose at Spurs and, I, I, and it'll be VAR related somehow. Do you know on the um, do you know just going back to the individuals? I, I mean, I say again, I think we absolutely need to do some business for all sorts of reasons. But I think we should be seeing if we, can, if, if possible, we can bring a player in during the World Cup break and just get him with the squad for those six weeks because um, the window obviously won't be able to. Uh, no, but well, you can sign up. You can sign a player, can't you? You just can't register them. So you get the deal done, and then you register them for when when the window oh, okay. opens. And the window opens just after the uh, just. I think the first game back is Boxing Day, isn't it? So you yeah. might have them for a week or so where they can't play, but then you get them registered straight away. Yeah, I don't that, know if that's viable. I that think that's happen. doable. We're more likely to be signing someone on like the 31st of January than, yeah. than doing that. Yeah. You know, the In Spurs game... It's a good idea, like, but it, it won't happen. The Spurs game, I reckon that'll be, if Klopp's getting a touchline ban, that'll be the game. Mm. Wasn't he missing from How the Spurs game How far away is that, Jules? What? The, the well, Spurs game? Leeds instead? Yeah, won't it be Leeds yeah, instead? It depends when they have... It depends where the hearing is. Isn't it this week? I'm, I'm just going off the symmetry. He was off the touchline last year because he had COVID or something or whatever it was. He couldn't, it's he probably for the best because him and Conte on the same touchline. <laughs> if he's just back from a ban and then he's next to fucking Conte. <laughs> you know? Surely they'll just be comparing their, their, um, their hair transplants. Yeah. Like, who's your guy? Yeah. <laughs> Who did yours? Don't know. Can't think about that leads. Ajax and leads first. Paul's thinking, yeah. who is that guy? No, <laughs> you got a number. <laughs> you got a number for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's just leave it at that. I'm just yeah. fed up now. 
I can't believe yeah, we've spoke um, for as long as we have actually. I know, we've yeah. Gone over I an know. hour somehow. Yeah. I was thinking this was going to be about thirty-five minutes or something. <laughs> that, that's if anyone's even still listening at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the three of us babbling about I, it. I just, I just want to say one thing as well. The fucking ball boy today at the at the Forest home end, the cheeky little bastard. Like the Premier League say, you got to have this multi-ball thing now where the balls are quickly in play. He was like he'd been told to go clean his room every time he had to go get the ball. And in the end, the referee had to go over to him and tell him to hurry the fuck up or he wouldn't be on the touchline anymore. He just... And he didn't even... And do you know what the worst part was? That little scroke didn't even look the ref in the face when he was talking to him. He just like, uh, whatever, and slunk off back to where he was. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? I'd be I'd, mad that get a ball boy getting sent off. I don't think that's ever happened, does it? Back in the good old days, one of the one of the players had been allowed to give him a slap, but you can't do nothing yeah. like that now. You're getting all kinds of bother. Who was it who did slap the ball boy like fairly recently? Hazard at Chelsea, wasn't it? Kicked him. Yeah, uh, sorry, that, Hazard oh, yeah, did, did yeah. Chelsea yeah. Swansea. Yeah, he was at Swansea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like the uh, remember the mascot who, who like went to shake hands with Stevie and then pulled yeah. his hands away. Like Stevie yeah, should have been gross. allowed to just give him like a clip around the back of the head, but well, he could have given him a clip. It's a mascot head; it wouldn't have mattered. Never touched the guy; just hit in the head. No, that little kid. No, it was the, the mascot. Not some, oh, right. some, some, <laughs> I some thought he was like that. I thought like kind of sore of giving Stevie <laughs> giving him some. No, sauce. the little kid. If if like if the if the actual mascot does that, you just kind of. Laugh it off, but yeah, it's a cheeky little bastard. <laughs> kid. Need to laugh it off. You do like the, you go the full Ace Ventura and just get like, like take it yeah. down. Big fucking bastard. Yeah. Okay. On that note. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll be back after Ajax. Uh, if anyone's listened, yeah. Th- thanks for that, and yeah, we'll catch you soon. <laughs>